0: Welcome to the Washdown Podcast. And on today's episode, we have Rob Sanderson from the Swell Mission and Steve Pope from Firefighter Golf. Um, had a great conversation. I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, we talked about some nonprofit stuff and how they got started. So, like I said, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, On all the platforms, um, follow, whatever. Um, So yeah, here you go, the Washdown Podcast with special guests Rob Sanderson and Steve Pope. You missed all the funny shit and then record it once we stopped talking. I wasn't
1: sure if you were done giving fucking class on the rules here.
0: They both have been on the podcast before. Since when
1: does that matter to you? I forgot. See, and you're dealing with a cop.
2: You I did mean, this in
1: life choices here, California, <laughs> didn't you? As well, yeah.
2: we did a lot of stuff in California, most of which stayed there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
0: D- different rules in California.
2: <laughs> there really is.
0: Yeah, it's more liberal, freeing.
2: <laughs> you do seem different. Well, you know, <laughs> changed man. We'll just say that <laughs> some things were lost out there.
3: Stress being one of them. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. the goal, right? Yeah, exactly. That is the goal. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Somehow I feel like this is going to go off the rails quickly, or if it ever even gets off no, the rails.
2: Steve's very professional. I don't know. He knows I'm a fireman, so
3: that stops. Yeah. yeah. At the doors. Yeah. So you have to expand a little bit on the reel that I sent you with. Uh, have you seen Reno 911? Uh The yeah. show. Okay. Remember the guy that, like, roller skates around? Um. And officer... they're always chasing him around. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. an officer. He's yeah, like yeah. Okay. the guy that yeah, always mess I with. Yeah. So there's it, like a clip. Of yeah. What was his name? I, I can't remember, but he's yeah. hilarious. But he's like in jail, and he's like mopping the floor. he's like, all I do is mop the floor, and I just mop, mop, mop. And it was like a reel and says what it's like to be a firefighter. And Steve <laughs> said, you have no idea. But I don't. I really don't. Well, how did so I, can you explain that? What did I that? exactly say? Can you?
2: I can't remember. Let's find it. <clears throat> that
3: yeah. That is... If you only knew, if I only knew. Yeah. So hold on one second. Let me. I just want I to know his name. I do
1: mean. on the floors, keep them clean and
3: stuff, you know, make sure nobody slips or whatever. <laughs> Sometimes I'll do the, do the
1: wall if I want to. I do a lot of... So Jeremy, the, the, the,
3: caption, <laughs> the
2: caption is, when people ask what it's like being a firefighter, <laughs> well, it, it's glorified janitors with a badge. Yeah, uh, that's it's fairly accurate.
3: Until, like, what rank? Is that, like, through captain? Well, clearly, because you're just yelling at him for not putting toilet paper in.
1: I. I my defense, you know know how many times I went to that bathroom? At least
3: five times. Yeah. Three times to pee. That was it. (laughs) How (laughs) How much toilet paper do you need to pee? (laughs) A lot. (laughs) (laughs) So I
1: I never shit in there, and I slept in there, and that was it. You slept in the bathroom? If you'd see the bed that he had. (laughs) And no one who slept slept that bed. Yeah, man, I'll I'll sleep on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's cleaner.
0: Oh, I'm 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 telling KP in the morning that you said that he
1: doesn't sleep on the bed either. He takes it off and sleeps on the wood. That's true.
0: He's, he's a <laughs> serial killer? Is it What's cool? wrong with that? Cooler on the ground, or no? What? He's got a he's got a back he's issue. got a back issue. Oh. So he's got his own. It's like a foam. I mean, it's a mattress, but it's like solid foam. So he takes the actual mattress and box springs off every day and puts that piece of foam down and sleeps on it. Okay. So he says it works for him. So not gonna knock him for it. uh, I guess. Plus, it's easier for him to roll out of bed.
1: Yeah, but then you got to push yourself up and stand up. Well, not
0: if you're four foot tall like you two? (laughs) I mean, I'm like for me it'd be an an issue. (laughs) (laughs) I am taller than he is. It would hurt my knees to get up from that position.
1: (laughs) Jeremy's a giant, by the way. I don't know if you guys know
3: that. (laughs) I'm a normal
0: sized human (laughs) being.
3: Well, they grow them different, Louisiana. <laughs> that
1: is true. I mean, you, you got to be tall to walk in the swamp. <laughs>
3: That's right.
2: All that gumbo.
0: <laughs> you need long legs to, you know. Yeah, step over them gaiters. It's
2: amazing all his teeth grew back once he moved to the Midwest. Fuck you guys.
1: <laughs> we just lost an entire region of fans.
2: I don't know. I might have
3: picked up. a <laughs> If somebody from Louisiana is listening, I, I mean, that'd be amazing. You guys really expanded your reach. Bro, you Although have no th- idea yeah, I how, probably far, don't. how yeah.
0: far the reach goes of yeah, this podcast. Because I don't listen to it. No, I'm just yeah. kidding.
3: <laughs> I do. Finally, I an do. honest fan. I love it. No, I do. I do because then it gives me ammunition to make fun of. You about because Chris lets a lot of things slide and slip. And, yeah. Well, yeah. he's only here 50% yeah. of the time. Sl- slip is so. the word. That's all slip. I need. I only watch half
0: the time just when, <laughs> yeah, just when here. he's here. Yeah. So why haven't you chimed in on the hashtag fire Chris thing then? Because
1: he doesn't yeah. want me to get fired up, Yeah, right? I love well, Chris.
0: You should say no then. <laughs> he should vote no, don't fire Chris.
1: Okay. Nobody's I'll, voted I'll go in yes. and vote. I didn't realize that that's how the union worked.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Supposedly. <Yeah.
1: laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not getting paid, so...
0: It's the unpaid oh. conscription. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: it's a, it's called an internship, apparently. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sometimes those cash in, but...
0: Yeah. Still waiting. I mean... <laughs> you, can, you can wait for, like, a it, spinoff. Look how... Yeah. Uh, the head of yeah. term in the 1800s for it is... It's called shanghai That's <laughs> what I did is that for this we're
3: podcast. In, is that why we're in a murder room? <laughs> yeah, this is... You don't know what I else is, that. is filmed here. Uh, the eggshells <laughs> on the ceiling there to prevent Rachel from hearing the screams. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's beautiful. Actually, just don't look it's behind still, the curtains. It's all right, it's
0: still a work in progress. Yeah, are these washable curtains? Um, I don't, don't know, Rob. That's, that's for a, me. That's for the only fans. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, wh- just wh- don't wh- turn the blacklight on, Chris. Yeah. I don't want to know. <laughs> why are you asking so many questions? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry.
3: My bad. My bad. See, that's the cop. Yeah. That's the cop in him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't <laughs> ask questions. Not, to not a cop anymore.
3: This is way outside of my jurisdiction. When I was so. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So what do you want to talk about? Well, I want to talk about the process you guys went through to start a nonprofit.
2: Yeah. You want to go first? You want me to, well, you started yours first <clears throat> and then you helped me with mine, but that's what we'll cover. In the yeah.
3: So, um, the process is actually not nearly as difficult as you would think. Um, and that's kind of what I told Steve when when he approached me about it, um, I had so had how, some, before yeah. Before that, yeah. How did you two
2: meet at Warhorse for Veterans? Yeah, we there was
3: some sort of uh,
2: just a casual lunch or something they had down there, and yeah, we were out there cooking for the police officers that were there from KCK Police, and my connection with Jason and Shannon at that time got me to, when they're still there. Yeah, uh, got me to. Come down there and bring my crew and we cook for the those police officers. You and they in their, and their nice kitchen. And I think what's that? Did you spit in their burgers? No, no. We let them have a good meal. <laughs> you guys are the best cooks by the way. <laughs> I'll tell
3: you that right now. Like when we went in November that was clutch. Yeah. Yeah. They came through for you? Oh yeah, absolutely. And they cleaned. <laughs> Well,
2: you saw the video on it. His- I yeah. <laughs>
3: just realized we were playing footsies on the table. Sorry, you giant bastard. <laughs> but, yeah, I think you were out there for that luncheon that they had or something that day. I can't remember
2: yeah. it all. You know, it's been three years now. But Yeah, so we went through yeah, War
3: Horse for Veterans, and that's who kind of uh, um, put the seed in my mind of maybe doing something similar, just how Steve does something similar with uh, surfing um, as they do with – Horsemanship, and um they gave me a lot of guidance mentorship uh you know and and really it was just a matter of getting onto the irs website and figure out what are you know what are the regulations and they actually have videos that you can watch that explain every step of the process what a 501c3 is how do you apply um, what you can and can't do as a 501c3 and then it's just a matter of getting everything together and and launching it i was fortunate enough to link up with uh, Art Fillmore, who is uh, a great attorney in the Kansas City area and a veteran, and I met him through um, Rob Hughes, and then Art kind of helped develop the uh, Articles of Incorporation and made sure all of our legal jargon was correct, and he also looked over our waiver and application and, and things like that, um, and then we submitted it during COVID, which took forever, and I was sweating <laughs> bullets because they say you can collect donations while you're waiting for your status to be approved, but... I also didn't want to commit to accepting any donations and not be able to provide a tax receipt to somebody. So we finally did get approved. And then, um, yeah, Steve, Steve came pretty quickly after we received our acceptance and you got a
2: better memory than I do, I think, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm 52. So sometimes <laughs> I just kicking in. <laughs> sometimes I remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went over and met at Rob's house and he kind of walked me through the process and, uh, it was during the height of COVID, too, and mine took – I think I applied in November and didn't get approval until April. But I wasn't fundraising at that time, and I knew I was having a tournament that year of 2021 in August, so luckily it got approved before then. I remember Steve saying that he was going to
3: you know, invest some money in it and hire an attorney, and which is always a great idea. if You can, you can afford an attorney, but I was like, hey, look, Steve, you come over with a six-pack of beer. We'll figure this out.
2: Yeah. Um, and so, so
3: we, we sat down on the kitchen table and just kind of went over some of the tools and cause I had just gone through the process and, um, I think you had some help as well along the way, right?
2: Yeah. My, my tax guy, he's, he's uh, helped plenty of not for profits and, and businesses for that matter. So he was good guidance, but like, like Rob said, if you just go online and look through and research it, you can get guidance that way too. It's just waiting for it to get approved and um what you can and can't do with that. I mean you can I haven't even applied to get the paperwork to write off the taxes when I purchase something, have you?
3: Uh I mean through the well, through the state and then through the IRS, if depending on what state you're in, you can you can claim tax free using your EIN and Right. But like, like
2: given like Dub's dread at the tournament, that paperwork just says we're tax exempt status. Oh yeah. I have Yeah, even, to get your I only went through that. Yeah. That would save the foundation some money, but Yeah. Anyway, that's just something that people need to learn too. So, you know, just like fire department if we go get a purchase order at say, you know, a, a hardware store, yeah, we, we don't do that. Right, but I've been <laughs> in that process where our chief had that cuz they wanted us to go pick out some equipment end of the year budget stuff. Yeah. And you know, they they turn in that paperwork. So, that's kind of what we could do.
3: irs.gov They actually have pretty decent videos, believe it or not, that explain the whole process. If you're Uh, willing to sit down and listen,
0: I don't know how much I believe that, but okay. (laughs) Somehow it got
3: us (laughs) our status. So yeah.
0: So how did you? I know that you have a board for swell. Mm -hmm. Do you have a board as well for? We do. We do. It's
2: how do you go about picking a board? Rob's is more in depth than ours. Um, I have. Just two of the guys that I that are firefighters of Kansas City, Kansas that are on the board. One of them, who when I was here and told my story of Ryan Johnson, he's on the board. Got me going, understanding what PTS can do to you And back in 2017. So he's on the board. You've met Brian. He's on the board. And then I have a, a firefighter's wife who helped me build the website and everything. She's on the board. And then my tax guy's on the board. So it, it's not, you know, in Kansas... It's different in Missouri, but in Kansas, I can be the president, the secretary, the treasurer. I can do it all. In Missouri, you have to have specified people for what you know. Yours is in Missouri, right? No, we're we're based at Leavenworth. Okay, yeah, that's where we're registered. Okay, that's where we started in Kansas. Um, <clears throat> you know, for but for, st- for but for transparency purposes, it's you know better to have it all on the website and yeah. and and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, we. I
3: started very similar to Steve. I started with just two buddies. Uh, one was a buddy of mine that I've been surfing with for years. Was a neighbor, smart guy, finance guy, um, and then another guy that was that I had brought out and taught to surf. And uh, he was a cop and a veteran. And it's one of those deals to where we got to a point in the organization where it was, um, you know, everybody was gung ho in the beginning, and then I just equated to like standing on the beach, going, "All right, let's go." you paddle out and then all of a sudden you look back on shore and your buddies are still standing there. And so uh, still great guys, still great friends with them, but I kind of gave them a hard in or an easy out and they took the easy out. And then I went to a couple of, um, uh, meetings and listened to some podcasts and did some LinkedIn learning classes on how to build a board and what, what things do you want? So, um, I went after, uh, attorneys, uh, somebody with, uh, local celebrity status, people that knew the industry and then those that I knew that would do, um, cause you need kind of several different pieces of the puzzle. And we've had some board members come and go, you know, throughout the years, some, um, you know, quicker than others, uh, never any sort of bad blood or anything like that. But commitment to a board is, is difficult in getting them to, to buy in and do what they're, they're asked to do. And then we developed expectations for the board. There's some organizations that say, hey, you have to raise X amount of dollars or give X amount of dollars. We aren't to that point
2: yet. But having those board members be a part of that, you're saying. Or right, right, yeah,
3: to, to put a little bit more pressure. So, um, you know, we just added a, another board member that's a grant writer, which is, which is huge for us. So we've been kind of getting to that. But we've got – uh, a couple of attorneys, uh, you know, Joel Goldberg has been helpful. We've got the president of WAMO out on the uh, West Coast and the toy company, but his parent company also owns Body Glove and BZ and and all that. Uh, you met Todd? Did you meet Todd? He's he used to play for the Forty Nine ers. Big guy, bald head. Uh, I don't know if uh, he came out. No- he might have missed your guys' trip. Yeah, I don't. But, I don't,
0: um, don't remember any football players. Okay. Yeah. I remember Wait, a bunch of Coast Guard guys. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a bunch of Coasties.
3: So, so yeah, trying to, trying to get a well rounded board. And I mean, the thing with that is, is getting surrounding yourself with people that are a lot smarter than you in different areas that you don't know about. Thinking, can say, Hey, Rob, you're an idiot. You need to do it this way. Or, you know, somebody that can review documents or financials or, but also people that are a part of the community that you're trying to serve. So, um, there's still a couple of components I would like to lean into here in the future but um it's ever developing for sure
2: cool transparency is the key that you know people can ask if they want to make a big donation ask for our our 990s and get our tax and see you know what of our what are expenses and question the, the things we're doing You're trying to get us but <laughs> but get a I don't email. know about you but I I all the fundraising's been through the golf tournaments, three of them now. And then, uh, Patty wax family with the Cockrell family through the Advent health golf tournament, you know, they, they threw in an extra $9,000 this past tournament because they didn't give away enough money the year before. So thanks to them. And he comes to my tournament, does his trick shots and donates part of what he earns that day. So, you know, it's, I wish there'd be a good, uh, you know, a big deep pocket, come along and love what we're trying to do and donate, I'll just throw it out there, a million dollars to us so we can do more with what we're trying to do to get the the outlet with surfing and golf, but also the awareness level of it is, is to me is the most important because uh, there's people, in my opinion, you guys can answer me after this, but... The stats show 30% of first responders have PTS, and I think it's more because I think our thick schools, we don't come forward with what we're going through. Um, What do you guys think of that?
0: Yeah, I would say the number's probably higher.
3: Yeah. I I mean, it depends on... You got to look at years of service, too, because there's some people that are in this career, like, maybe a year, a couple years. Yeah. Um, So, cumulative stress, certainly for the more senior people, plus the PTS, but... Um, Well, hey, it doesn't take but one day on the job to really right to have that.
0: uh. Yeah. Well, and that because it's so different for each individual of what can cause PTS PTSD. Right. For between, you know, (laughs) the difference between me and you, one call, twenty years. You never know. Right. And but yeah, I would say the number is higher, but the the way that the culture is set up is, don't talk about it. You know, it's, that's not real or whatever. So, and that's something that needs to be changed. I've noticed in the past, I would say six months, especially since we've been on Instagram and kind of searching a little bit more through that avenue. Cause whenever we first started this podcast, there was nothing like it. Not, not a single one that I could find the, I only found one other like firefighter podcast. Okay. And now it's like every day a new one is popping up of, you know, first responder, you know, resources and PTSD and depression and all this stuff and, you know, mental health stuff in the first responder world. So, which is great because the awareness is getting out there, but it's still a problem because the culture hasn't shifted, I don't think.
2: I don't, I don't, it's slowly shifting. Yeah. Yeah at least I can speak on behalf of KCK fire is it's shifting a little bit there with what I'm trying to do and what our peer support team's trying to do. But yeah. I think from the administrative side, well, it, and it costs money and it, it's, well, that's a tough thing. That That's an
0: excuse that gets used all the time of, well, it costs money. It costs money. It costs money. Okay. Well, how much bullshit do we spend money on as departments? Right. You know, and it's, I kind of put it into two camps right? And I was, I've been thinking about this for a while now. I put it into two camps. You've got the the departments that are doing it fairly well and that are bought in and are doing what they need to do to keep their people going. And you can tell which departments those are. And then you have the departments that are either, one, they're giving it lip service where they have these programs, but they have no funding, no backing. they just... They're out there in the ether of, oh, yeah, we got this for mental health, and and nobody's fucking using it, and it's a joke. And then you got the other ones that are just in complete denial of, well, that's just whatever. Use your EAP. So. Right. It's like.
2: EAP. No.
0: Yeah. It's (laughs) completely worthless.
2: At least our peer support team has vetted those doctors in the EAP system to know which ones that are good enough for us to go to for our mental health. But anyway, you know, kind of back to the, the not-for-profit it's, it's tough to raise funds. And, um, Rob and I talk about it frequently, you know, how's he doing, you know, the tournaments, like I said, are my biggest fundraisers, but you know, we might do something this winter to raise something, uh, for, and we'll talk about it later, but, a collaboration we have coming forward so
0: cool yeah i was going to ask if that's the biggest hurdle that you guys have is the fundraising or is it finding people to to come out and play golf or no that's come out and yeah surf
3: finding people to serve whether it's surfing or golf at least my is not an issue like there's there's always a need and there's people that want to do it even if it is you know surfing out on the west coast so um yeah, funding's funding's certainly an issue. Um, I think there's a lack of uh, grants out there for our specific needs. Yep. Um, there's a lot for veterans, for sure, but then that involves a lot of government reporting. So we've been trying to target charitable organizations that have foundations. You know, you know, just not. They, they have specific needs like, or specific goals they want to meet. So, like, the Kauffman Foundation focuses on a lot of, like, community underserved populations and needs like that and development there. Um, but something like that to where you could tap into uh, is where we've been focusing, kind of applying for grants there. Hopefully that will come through. Fundraising is tough when you're, when you're holding events, and it's a lot of work and effort. Um, sometimes they're successful and then sometimes they're not. Sometimes they get rained out. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what? E- even with that <laughs> rained out, we were, it rained out. We were still, you know, thanks to people like yourselves, we were um, able to raise almost enough funds to make another trip, following the one that we have now. So, cool. Well, I'm glad.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, when you're, we can speak on the collaboration thing now, or talk more about the, the, uh, the not-for-profit side of it, but. I got a question I wanted to ask you since you've been on one of his trips. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I, I didn't want to hijack where we're going with this. No, nah,
0: I mean, this is a, remember, kitchen table conversation. Yeah. We might go over here for a little while. we we'll go back whenever. So.
2: so, Rob, you want to speak on it?
3: <laughs> yeah. So I, it, what we do is not uh, surfing and golf. That's how we do what we do. And I think I've right. spoken on that before. And it's something that, that we've talked about. Um our missions are very similar and that's to bring awareness to provide some relief, peer support. So, um, because we're so similar in, in what our ultimate goal is, uh, we thought going out to the West coast and doing two days of golf and two days of surfing would be a cool thing to, um, bring, I would bring two to three cops. Steve would bring two to three firefighters and we would just kind of do a collaborative thing. We we're going to be sore afterwards. Yeah, uh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I just – I, I want to go. You want to go? You oh, want to yeah. go now? No, hold now on. he
0: wants to go. How are those
3: hips? I
0: can't
1: do the surfing part, but like, – No, you know, it's all, all or nothing, golf? brother. <laughs> you can no, just I, ride on your belly.
3: I'll push you in. Yeah. Well, it's not
1: the surfing that's the problem. It's the going underwater is the problem. Oh, we'll just keep people up water. It's instant ear infection for me. Oh, well, they, make, got, they okay. make ear plugs. No, nah, I'm good. No, 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 they, they, they don't. I've tried, tried. I've done everything. Trust me. Okay. My parents have a pool. I've done everything. under really? the Really? I go under, automatic ear infection.
0: All right. You just get him antibiotics. Cook. You can cook, right? He de- I can, I can tuna, smoke. Tuna, mac and cheese. Ooh, that sounds good. It's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why whenever our captain at the time said, you guys are going to take turns cooking, and then he cooked that, and then he goes, you're not cooking anymore. So he's just good. dishes. That it's,
3: sounds like a smart move.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't mind doing dishes. <laughs> uh, I have no problem doing dishes. Now, you get a smoker, I'll smoke something.
3: Okay. Yeah. It is they well, they're not big into smokers out on the West Coast. They got grills. Can you low and slow a grill? Mm, I made it work with yeah. tri-tip. Yeah, dynamite tri-tip. We just get some tri-tip. You can burn that.
1: Yeah, I man. If it's burning, it's cooked. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so yeah, that's that's kind of our our goal there. We were talking about you know ways to to raise funds to do it and when to do it. Um, we're looking at late spring, hopefully doing something this winter to kind of make sure that we're set. Now yeah. if I can hit one of these grants we may not need to. So that would be that'd be a good
1: trip. Yeah. yeah, That would be pretty awesome. Cuz it seems like most people in the first responder world do play golf, just very poorly.
3: Yeah. Right. It's not about playing well, it's about playing fast so I don't get frustrated. Yeah, play fast. <laughs> yeah. Play
2: better fast. I can't remember the phrase, but play bad Faster, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. If they know the etiquette of it. Yeah. You know, then just, you know, move it forward, pick up your ball and yeah, have fun. You don't need to count all your strokes. Just... Yeah, we played with two guys on
3: Saturday. They weren't great golfers. They weren't terrible, but I mean we moved right along and there was no waiting and right. I mean I think they were shooting in the high nineties or something like that and Steve shot four hundred or something. Right? Shoot. <laughs> I wish. <huh? laughs>
2: uh but no, that that's to kinda answer your question a little bit earlier is the hard part about for the golf is not a lot of people contact us to want to come play. It's happened lately. Um, because it takes six hours of your day. Yeah. So we try to do other things like, um, the indoor, uh, Events that we've had with simulators, those are pretty fun because people don't have to go chase their golf ball. X Golf is fun. You played X Golf, didn't you? Yeah. Man, that
3: place is fun.
0: I just got frustrated because it didn't uh, register my ball anytime I hit a wedge.
3: <laughs> well, it's because you're, <laughs> you're shanking it off the hosel, but it's
0: <laughs> hitting perfect shots.
1: <laughs> perfect shots. <laughs> you know, we ran into that, so instead of that day we were supposed to play, we went to uh, the golf simulator up here.
2: Well, T shots, yeah, uh, T yeah. shots. Though the just like top golf, we're we yeah. not allowed to say the name of. This? Well, oh no, I couldn't think of it for a second. I oh, went okay. blank. <laughs> I went blank, <laughs>
1: and and you could play real courses there too. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what we did. My parents, my dad was with us, and my mom met us up there. And thanks for the
3: invite. I was and went to work.
1: Well, we didn't know. <laughs> had no idea. It was kind of one of those last minute things. Yeah, but uh there's a lot of shots they didn't register for ours, or like you, you know, you drive it. 100-something yards, be like, yep, you went four yards.
2: Yeah. Technology.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think it had something to do with we were on the second level, and so as soon as the ball went below the second level, it stopped reading it. Uh, So you were just – Was it
2: still raining pretty good when you guys – When we first got there, it was still raining a little bit,
0: but –
1: When we we ate breakfast, yeah, it was still coming down. But by the time we got to tee shots, it was clear.
3: Yeah.
2: So. But, yeah, that – Trying to get people to come out and play is one of the toughest things. Uh, But something we're trying to do also to get more people out is there's a golf ranch KC is going to open up in independence and we're going to be an ambassador to help on social media, especially Instagram to to help push that they're open and they have two miniature golf courses and a driving range. And what better to get a family out there to play miniature golf? I mean, that's another way we're going to try to get, families involved um a lot of firefighters least on Kansas City Kansas said, hey could you help my kid get better or help me get better and that's the, what the foundation is about too is about trying to grow the game and get more people out there so they feel comfortable coming out and playing you know like we did Saturday with a Jackson County deputy uh that contacted me he's a great guy yeah he was yeah, good dude I, Chris I was his name with him yeah and you know he's probably nervous all get out coming to meet strangers to play golf and you know they come out and they know what the foundation's about and then he saw denny and he's like i'm good yeah he's good no (laughs) no offense denny Uh, love you love you um but yeah that's what we're trying to do is try other outlets we i contacted a comedian and she's her business manager gave us six tickets and we already did that event um other ways because not everyone golfs yeah and just trying to find other ways to uh get their awareness level out there. So.
0: So what are you guys thinking for? I mean, you said West coast, but like I, I Huntington
3: are, beach, that's where all our gear yeah. is. Yeah.
0: I mean, that would be okay. the easiest thing for us. So no pebble beach then, or
2: uh, no, <laughs> I mean, if, they, if they'd have a out, we, you know, we need a big donor for pebble, that beach. <laughs> pebble beach. is I
3: think it's pretty close to Mavericks. So you know, the Mavericks. No, no. it's yeah. We, don't worry we're not out okay. <laughs> there <laughs> we would immediately get killed oh yeah, <laughs> yeah okay i see what you're saying now it's one of the the biggest gnarliest coldest sharkiest waves uh in north america and it's the only a lot of people have passed out there it's super sketchy is it are they passing
2: by the sharks
3: no they're getting like buried in caves and oh, okay. you know, when it gets big and
2: breaks it's um
3: i think it's up around that that area i'm pretty sure so
2: that's kind of one thing Jeremy, I wanted to ask you, he's, he's not mm-hmm. going to try to kill me out there, is he? Uh,
3: No, no. It's, uh, it's a very controlled environment.
2: <laughs> you guys were out there, and I think it was the second day. It was actually pretty
3: big. I've got some pictures of, yeah. of you guys. It was like five-foot, six-foot sets.
2: Well, nice. yeah, Which were
3: awesome. Yeah, they were I think managing.
0: We're,
2: yeah,
3: I think it was actually
0: easier to surf the bigger ones yeah. than the smaller ones. So Yeah.
3: These guys were charging it. It was probably one of the better groups that we've had. There was zero fear uh they were all in good good shape to where they could paddle out and they weren't smoked after 5 minutes we've we've had some groups that you know the fitness level kind of varies and mm-hmm. you know they have to take frequent breaks and stuff like that but they they were a lot of fun it was a good time
0: yeah it was awesome
3: i definitely want to go back poor justin Anytime he was not surfing, he was sleeping or eating. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I walked in the room one time. I, poor kid. I don't think he'd slept in months, but he was face down on the floor. and I had to look at his
2: chest to make sure he was still like with us. <laughs> so I don't know what we'll do with the golf side of it. I'll also start doing some research for the courses. Maybe just find a nine hole course or something where we could just. There's a couple of really good courses right there where we surf. Okay.
3: Uh, one of them's on a Navy base, but it's open to the public. And one of our, uh, Surf coaches actually has an in there, so he's willing to work that for us. Okay, Probably good. get us some donated or reduced rates, and it's
2: not very expensive. We did have to pay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then that I'll try to, with some of the connections I've made, I'll see who can, you know, Pat Perez on the PGA Tour, his brother reached out to me, and they do something for veterans. They host these tournaments and, and do something similar. <clears throat> and He reached out to me out of the blue. His brother, uh, I think it's Mike, and I'll, I'll reach out to him. He said, contact me if you ever need help with anything. So, hey, here's the opportunity, I guess, because he's San Diego area. I'm sure he's got connections up the up the oh, coast there. So,
0: yeah. 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 I like the idea a lot because I think that
2: would be, you know, expanded out. Because, again, not everyone golf. They can, if they don't want to golf, then go surf. Yeah. No, they're doing both. Okay. well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're just putting, though. Not you, but that person. Yeah. That yeah. It. They can putt and chip. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but no, and that's the one thing that I will say that I wish the, like, I get why you do the, the fast turnaround trip, you know, the, the two days and then, mm-hmm. cause it's only a weekend and then you're back or whatever. But I think having a little bit longer of a time mm-hmm. would have been, it would have felt a little bit less rushed, Yeah. you know, which I mean, it didn't feel super rushed, Yeah. but I would have liked to, and, you know, enjoyed it for another day or so. Yeah. So. Cause I didn't feel like two days was enough surfing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Let me ask you this though. That, that's kind of the conundrum we have with our retreat golf trips is where's the sweet spot? Yeah. Is it, we did a three day golf one and we did a four day this past February. And part of it too, we talked about maybe three days of golf is the sweet spot. And then one day of wherever we go, it's usually Phoenix, but, uh, go take an adventure somewhere, you know, yeah. go, go. To the Cactus uh, National Park or whatever and just take a break from the golf and get away.
3: Go to Burning Man. I don't know.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No? No. Is that just me? Go across the border or what?
3: (laughs) Come on, man. You don't want to go see that? No. Come on. I
0: don't want to be within 100 miles of that. Yeah, you do. No. We'd have a good time
3: have you been or Christian. You just, i don't know i'm in i've I wanna, never been but it's on my bucket I wanna, list i want to check it out i, I just want to people watch i'd sit there yep. with a lawn chair and a cooler beer next to my boy chris under a shade <laughs> umbrella and we can just sit there and watch what's going on
2: yeah
1: that's that's perfect let's do that
3: all right you know what we'll bring a pup a bucket for you to poop in Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be all the paper set. On the, the on the, table. yeah, yeah. <clears throat>
0: well, baby webs you prefer baby wipes.
1: You got to knock the heavy off first, and then you go. I get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
3: <laughs> that's the mop-up duty there. Oh, yes.
0: yeah. And then if you want to get real fancy, you get your little hair dryer.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. Ooh, so it's ki- kind of like a bidet. Yeah, kind of. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. It's the cheap version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Squirt gun. Deadpool 2. Come on, <laughs> man. Anyway. Oh, the things we could talk about at the firehouse. Yeah. So, where was...
0: I had something to say, and then that
2: just... In
1: Burning yeah, Man? Yeah. yeah, burn, It just shot it right out of the... What, what is it every fire fire station conversation goes back to? Pooping. Pooping and sex. Pooping and sex. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> no. not in the same
3: conversation. So, no. Sometimes. Well... Okay,
1: sometimes. Stop. I di- now I remember.
0: Now I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. So, yeah, no. I think that is a valid point of, you know, if you're going to extend the trip out a little bit than having something besides golf or besides surfing or whatever. I, th- I could definitely see that. But on the same time, I can see how, you know, how you run the trips now of, hey, this is just get you out of the situation. Yeah. Give you two days or three days where you're not thinking about anything, but surfing and, you know, cooking or whatever. And then that that is what it is. And, you know, doing the yoga and the breathing and all of that stuff along with it. So I can see you don't want to water it down with, okay, well, now we're going to go check out the sand dunes and we're going to go do this. Right. And it's not vacation,
3: but, you know. And something we've developed along those lines is somebody that maybe has been through, um, like, their first trip and they took to it and they really liked it is to start expanding and maybe tapping into like Costa Rica trips to where it is a full week and it's like a 2.0 type of thing. Um, With, with the way we have it programmed now, you know, you, you leave on a Friday or you arrive in California on a Friday and then you leave Sunday and get home Sunday evening. Um, You know, sometimes that's way more than people can handle. And sometimes that's just right. And sometimes it's not quite enough. So um, like I said, we've had some that after the first day they were smoked and, they were struggling to get back out and then other people that um funny enough it's mostly the firefighters are ready to charge it for a third day uh and depending on flights and times and and weather and conditions most of the time we do get three days in i want to say that we left fairly early on sunday to where we didn't quite have time
0: yeah i think it was an early afternoon flight and it was raining yeah it was kind of crappy anyway
3: usually what we try to do is get them in the water Friday briefly, depending on what time check-in is and conditions just to be in the water, not necessarily surf and then Saturday, Sunday surf. And then if, if we, well, Saturday, definitely surf, Sunday surf. And then, um, I think I told this wrong. We actually come back on a Monday, not on a Sunday, yeah. my bad. So it's yeah. Friday through Monday. Yeah. And then Monday morning, is that your normal trips? Friday yeah, through Monday, Friday through Monday. Uh, Monday morning. I always try to get up about, five and get in the water before when the sun's rising and just, um, it's taken me a little while to get there and hopefully you're doing this now, Steve, but to reflect on, uh, the experience of the weekend and then, um, being able to accept the fact that you are helping people and you're doing a good thing. It took me two years of running these trips before I even allow myself any satisfaction about doing any of this. Um, And I don't know why that is. I don't know if that's a first responder thing, but actually reflecting and and recharging me uh, to to know that all this work, not only for me, but the entire team is for something and then actually see the results.
0: Well, I think it's a natural thing for our population to feel like we're not quite doing enough. Like, oh, well, we could have done this better. And, you know, well, we had this issue. And then so we need to fix that. And you get focused on that instead of, hey, we had four people out here who had a complete change in the last two days and a visible change. Yeah. So what if the wetsuits were two hours late or so what if, you know, the food didn't turn out quite right or it did, you you know, but (laughs) you know what I'm saying though. Yeah. It's yeah.
3: I, I, I suffer a little bit from, and I've fought it and I think I'm doing better with imposter syndrome. Like, you know, are people going to actually get what I'm trying to accomplish here? I don't know. Do you do you face that all, Steve, or you just
2: realize you're awesome and move on? <laughs> I wish I was the case. No, but
0: <laughs> wakes up in the morning,
2: pisses excellent. But <laughs> like you, you and I have talked about, and we can relate this with people. You know, with surfing, here you are, like you've said, we're in the you're in the Midwest, and you find it, I think, hard for you to, you like you said, you feel like an imposter, whereas with golf. It's something that, like Chris said, a lot of people do, or they go to the driving range or top golf or that, and do it. Whereas surfing is like, well, what is this? And you know, I, I think that's to relate. That's where we have a passion for what for the game of golf, you for surfing, that you want to share that with people because you know, like what you just said, it changed you when you went and did it. That's the hope. So I don't feel like an imposter, imposter, or people have related that to me in any way. Um, but I could understand maybe more in your case because we're in the Midwest. It's difficult to explain. And yeah. I was just curious. I mean, yeah, golf's a lot more
3: relatable, but what you're doing isn't golf. What you're doing is, like we discussed, right. that, how you're doing it is through golf. And and I know, um, gosh, it was earlier this spring I was going through a rough patch, and you hit me up and said, hey, you want to come play? And it, man, it helped me. Just being out there, I was playing with you and Brian and Denny, and um, I guess that would be four. And it just, it just helped. Yeah. And, um, so, so
0: you talking about like feeling like, am I really qualified to be doing this, or imposter you know? syndrome? Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: like, am I making a difference? Is this even, you know, right. is this even worth all the effort that we've put into it? Are people getting it? Um, you know, and and it, I've gotten better explaining. Um, the why and the how versus explaining the what, because if you look at our website, you'll be like, Oh, they or Instagram or whatever. You'll see people surfing. You're like, well, they're just taking people on vacation. Well, that's not really what we're doing. We've programmed it to where we're actually, we do have results and we are taking pre and post surveys and something I would encourage you to do as well, uh, to where you can actually prove your results. We have statistics that we collect well, as you know, yeah, uh, and we post every year what our success rate is. So, okay. um,
0: so, something that I would encourage you to do with, I don't know who runs your Instagram account, but I would, on a more frequent basis, because I haven't seen that really on your Instagram account, to start posting things like that. Yeah. To get that out there, to where people don't have to ask you or don't have to wait till the end of the year to see, oh, this is what this does. So, I mean, that's, yeah you know. No, that, that makes sense. A little piece of unsolicited <clears throat>
3: I'll dumb take it. dumb advice. I, I like your dumb dumb <laughs> advice, and you know what? We've had that discussion, and it does make sense. Yeah, of getting getting that that out there more on the forefront. So yeah. I, I don't think it's so much as people questioning it, but that's just like an internal no, battle I, I have. Dude,
0: I do the same thing with this podcast. Same thing. Yep. Same same thing. Of am I really qualified to have it? Is it really getting out there? And you know, are people paying attention? Are people listening to it? Are you know? Is it making a difference? And then every now and then I get a phone call, like I got the other day at the station. Hey, man, just want to tell you I'm proud of you. Yeah, was a really, you know, you're doing a great thing. Holy shit.
2: Cool. Right.
0: You know? So, I mean, I think there's always probably going to be a little bit of that. You know, no matter how successful or unsuccessful this thing gets to be, still going to have a little bit of that feeling. I think that's natural and i think it's probably a good thing because it keeps you pushing yeah yeah and stay humble
3: as well there's yeah another thing is if there are people that are considering creating a non-profit is is staying humble um i don't know about you but i've seen a lot of a lot of these organizations um get successful and then not a lot but enough and then ego gets in the way and they lose sight of the mission right and then they start fracturing and splintering and now yeah. there's seven nonprofits where there used to be just the one doing the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's that's a difficult thing because they're all the mission hasn't changed, but everybody's um wanting to to get their piece of the pie rather than figuring out what they serve. So,
0: yeah. Well, and I think you hit it on the head when you said ego. Yeah. Cuz yeah, the mission hasn't changed, but we're going to do it the way that I want to do it because I know better. Mhm. So, yeah yeah and it's not being mission focused it's being self-focused yeah
3: which yeah that's same thing with leadership you can increase i mean ego ego definitely kills it for sure
2: i mean my whole thing that for me it was about using social media when i started all this i had no idea i wanted to have a not not not-for-profit with all this it was social media through youtube and then jason and shannon said you need to get on instagram that and that's been my biggest you know as far as contacting and people contacting me whether it's to help out or first responders uh,
3: and OnlyFans has been your biggest fundraiser OnlyFans, my wife's feet
2: <laughs> <laughs> she told me to speak highly of her and that she's for putting up with me <laughs> yeah, she is a
3: saint she i have met her she's a beautiful insane. woman yeah you're a lucky man
2: um is and that's the good thing about with my instagram talking about I post like the the challenge coin presentation that goes on there, so people can see what it's about, um so yeah, that advice unsolicited that he gave you, who runs it? you no, no, so you' yeah. have to get on someone's yeah they're, they're they're certainly doing a better job than I would do okay yeah. <laughs> but no, that doing that, I was you know forty eight when I started all this, and the stress of trying to learn all that, yeah, with my own anxiety issues from the job, the cumulative anxiety. But I know what it's done and what it can do, and that's why I stick with it. Ego aside, the mission is the main goal. So that the, my day of the tournament, unfortunately, the fairway officer shot and killed the day before. But Channel 41 contacted me at like 10 that morning. And she was researching, how do we cope with something like that? You know, he's gone. What are the officers that were on that scene? How do they find something to cope she came out and interviewed me. You know, I cried like a baby telling the story. She interviewed another firefighter and the uh, the embark counseling people that came to the tournament. My my point is, it's the mission. I don't yeah. care about being on social media and and oh look at me. It's not about that for me. It's about the mission because I know there's somebody out there that has the same issues that we have. They just don't know it yeah or they do know it, and they're just hiding it. There's that too. I didn't know it. What was causing me to go home to my family like that and put point my finger in their face and yell at them? I didn't enjoy it, but I finally figured out what was the main cause. been to counseling since both my parents were alcoholics that didn't that played a part into our profession, you know the cumulative effect of your life, yeah. So I don't mind telling my story and it's not about, Hey, look at me. No, it's about how can I help you? Yeah. So,
3: yeah. And I think the more they, you know, you're a leader in your community with firefighters and just in the community and more, they see people like yourself and and Jeremy actually speak on the topic. um, The more relatable, the more easy it is to say, well, Jeremy's talking about it and Steve's talking about it. Rob's talking about it. Then, you know, maybe it isn't so difficult to reach out and and get help or at least call one of these knuckleheads and maybe they can point us in the right direction. Um, That's probably been the biggest success I think for us that um, we don't talk about is the amount of people from California, from all over the country that have reached out to me and asked, how do I get help? Can you help me navigate this? And, And obviously I'm not a counselor, but I call Rachel all the time. Um, even when you're at work. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and ask her, you know, hey, this is what we've got. What, Where should I point them in what direction? Um, and we've, we've helped people behind the scenes, and, and that's been the most rewarding um, the thing that you don't see. Yeah. Well, and that's the important part
0: is the visibility because that's the big – we've talked about it a million times of that cone of silence of I'm the only one that's going through this because nobody else is talking about it, so I must be the only one. Well, no, the more people that will stand up and talk about it, that just opens the avenue for people to actually seek help, to know that it's okay to do that and to go on a swell trip or go to play golf before they get to the point of needing to be impatient for 30 days. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. And
3: that's, that's the key there. I think going back to your point of how are we doing now with, with our agencies is we're doing better in treating the people that are in crisis, mm-hmm. yeah. but we're not doing enough, to get them
0: before they're there, right. we're not being
3: proactive. Yeah, Is- uh, we're not we're not doing enough. There's yeah. there are um, the agency I work for now mandates that all the first responders, including the dispatchers, attend um, annual mental health checkups. They can go there and just sit and stare at the wall, but they're going to go talk at it or go visit, and they're paid overtime to sit there for an hour. And if they don't want to talk, they don't have to. But that's at least giving them an opportunity, and maybe. If yeah. somebody's teetering on the edge and considering seeking help, that might point them in the right direction. And then if there's more follow-up that needs to be done, then they'll handle that as well. So
0: yeah, um, and yeah, I don't have a perfect solution for it. I mean, you know how it is. You get told, "Oh, this is mandated. You got to go do this." Yeah. There's a there's pushback to that. Yeah, you no, know, there is. There, there's no yeah. perfect solution. You know, we've talked about on camera and off camera about well, we need to do something in the academies to prepare yep. the the people coming in. Well. That's all well and good, but again, you can tell them tell somebody all you want of this is what you're going to see, this is what you're going to feel, this is what you're going to experience, and until they get out there and do it, they're not really going to understand. And then if they get to a district or a station or whatever where people aren't bought into to that, if it's all just bullshit to right. them, how long does it take <laughs> hearing oh that's bullshit, that's bullshit, that's bullshit until that new person thinks, Oh, well that's bullshit. Oh hundred percent. Yeah. You know, so But that's
2: that's the hope with with my social media blitz is to keep it relevant and keep it out there. And I go talk to this is to be the fourth academy class I'll be going to talk to here, I think in October for KCK and I hope to go talk to police and fire academies across the metro at least. And uh, because in my opinion those people that I have tell my story in front of, 18 usually, 13, 14 in these last academies, is they know that they can come to me if they run into a situation that you just explained. Yeah. They know they can contact me and the other people, the other captains that are in that training. So that's the hope, is yeah. when they do run that critical call, that they, they can have an outlet without filling like you mentioned in that house, that yeah, they're not buying into it, so I'm going to end up believing what they say. And I know we talk a lot about leadership
3: and them not doing enough and the administration, but what you just described is the biggest problem. Yes. It's us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because I think if you came as a captain and said, hey, my guy's got a problem, i got to give him some help, they're not. The administration not going to be like, no, I'm sorry, we're not doing that. We're shorthanded today. I think yeah. they would be supportive. And, and really, we need to be the ones – when I say we, I'm not we anymore. But mm-hmm. you guys need to be the ones to to really to hold the line there. Um, the, yeah, but again, I, I've that's seen still a, an after-the-fact issue. It, it is, but I think – well, not necessarily. But when I, when I was talking about those mandatory mm-hmm. uh, appointments, you know, if we have everybody going, that's bullshit, that's bullshit – well, then they're going to think that's bullshit. So I have seen a little bit of a change with um, some of the FOPs trying to take up that peer support element. Um, I was at a – well, you know Matt, our chaplain. You met Matt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt had came. Him, had him on the podcast. Thanks for watching. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Chris must not have been on that one. He was not. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't watch that it. was actually – that no, was because, during his hip surgery maybe. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I think I did watch that one.
1: Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, you, so, you had to lie to Jeremy if you didn't watch
3: it, it's cool. Anyway, so <laughs> get Rob, Matt, Matt, Rob Chris Matt came in <laughs> town for the H2A the conference, the Heartland Tactical Officers mm-hmm. Association, yeah, and gave a, a speech that was very well received. I think it was like a two hour talk on just self care, just some of the things he talks about uh, at the swell trips. And man, he's had multiple people reach out to him. And as a matter of fact, uh, H2A is actually sponsoring. Um, our October mission. So their, their organization, and, and that's the cops. That's uh, There are some captains and things involved in that, but mm-hmm. um, that's not an administrative-driven association. That's a cop-driven association. So I think we need to follow that example and stop waiting for us to be rescued by administrators and start normalizing what you guys are doing uh, and encourage our people to do the same thing. And then when, they, when you guys hear that's bullshit, you need to stomp that shit out quick. Yeah. No, I am 100%. I'm saying you, but I know you do. I'm talking yeah. to them.
0: <laughs> no, I agree. I it's it's one of those it's one of those things where it's it's never going to get fixed if it gets handed down from administration only. Yeah. It's got to be a a top down and a bottom up solution. Because the culture has to shift, so you have to have people to push that culture in the right direction, but then you have to have the backing of the administration. As well. 100%
3: agree. Yeah. So
0: right. it's, I mean, it's a long road yeah. and it's not moving fast enough.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, how so. much effort did you guys put into having beards and tattoos in the fire truck? Why can't we do the same <laughs> thing for mental health? <laughs> right. I saw you guys run a call the other day in your shorts. I think somebody had some booty shorts on. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, it was Chris. Yeah, <laughs> that's I still. I'm, I mean, if we can not. do that, certainly we can we can normalize mental health, right? I I am one hundred percent
2: against
0: shorts on duty,
2: but that's even though not Chris though. Even I mean, the shorts that are made for duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> we're going to kneel
0: down and do yeah. CPR in
2: shorts. shorts. <laughs> duty or boot? Yeah. So yeah. we our new chief. So Our interim busy. chief, he has okayed that, and yeah.
1: I, I so yeah, I'm not against the shorts. If you're going to run that kind of a call, though, you got to know what exactly. you're running. Okay,
0: because the dispatch always tells you exactly <laughs> no. what you're you getting. Gotta, I know mine does.
1: You got to make an educated guess. <laughs> you do. You got to take the information that you're given, and then decide what you're comfortable with. If that right. means you got to kneel now and puke, piss, and shit, that's on you. Yeah, and and let's be honest, those pants. Don't protect shit. That's just, what
2: someone else said too. Yeah. When they brought and it up. You, then beware your bunkers. Yeah. But. Oh,
1: you mean your cancer causing bunkers? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: That's what
1: I want to do. Increase my risk for fucking nut cancer. That sounds like fun.
0: Just be like every other douchebag on Instagram working out in your bunker gear. That's fine too. That's hot. Chris only maybe did maybe that, that once. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. after hours. his hip <laughs> <or> surgery. Yeah. <laughs> just to show you that I can still do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you're not,
1: there, there's no good argument no. for it.
0: I, I mean, mean it's, the, it really is. The good argument to is win? not get skin on skin contact with human feces. Is that's a pretty good oh, so argument? Do you wear your bunker coat on
1: every EMS call?
0: I don't wear my bunker coat. No. All right then.
1: You're still getting skin to skin contact with nasty people sometimes. Not really. No, yeah.
0: I don't anymore. Let's. That's because you're a lazy captain.
1: Yeah. I don't. Aww. I don't
0: run the EMS calls. That's right? right. You don't work overtime. <laughs> it's hard to put that tablet down. Okay. I hold that thing. We don't have those. Right. <laughs> hey, I, I stand I stand in point.
2: Yeah, I'm the same safety. safety.
0: Yeah. Safety guy. He, so he's a manager. I'm a leader. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. So you guys but, don't you guys don't have tablets to because you, you uh-uh. know, your ambulances run all the medical, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: Well we have tablets on the pumpers too. But it, the but use. not for the not, not for the not for the EMS
2: I like stuff. About. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I get that. all that stuff for our ambulances before they get there or if we run with one right right away
1: i wish we did I, I like it i've seen it done i think it works great yeah when it works when it works yeah so like our computers have the time so like some of our pumpers have computers on them same as the ones on the ambulance. but it doesn't mean it's gonna work
2: right paper and pencil it's the best technology except when it gets wet <laughs> <laughs> or if you have sloppy handwriting yeah right so uh the conundrums that we have to deal with fire service Police force? No. But well, you're a civilian, so. Yeah, I sit in my office nice and
3: cool <laughs> or warm, depending on how I want it.
0: It's not terrible. It, I was going to say, it must be rough.
2: So, Rob, what, besides our collaboration, what do you guys have coming up with the swell? So, October 13th through the 16th, we're taking three
3: KCPD cops and two Grandview cops. Um, that'll be a good trip. How'd you find them? So, HTOA agreed to sponsor um, two of the people we were taken actually reached out after they watched Matt's uh, presentation or chaplain okay. uh, at the H2A conference. And then another KCPD uh, personnel in that room also reached out kind of, and pointed out a couple of other people. And then we're actually, one of the KCPD officers were taken has been on a previous trip and wanted to come and like help. And okay, he's a member of the, Uh, Peer support team for KCPD and uh, just a great dude. So we're going to
2: lug him out there again as well. And you don't try to pinpoint people that possibly have come forward and said, hey, I have some issues. For for us, it's not about 100% that. It's about, like we're talking about, getting people before they have a problem. Yeah. And letting them just come play golf and be – yeah. You don't have to talk about some, but if you do, Chris shared his story with us on Saturday, the Jackson County deputy. Great. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Awesome story to hear. Good man. But it doesn't need to be that. We don't try to find someone that necessarily has mental health issues, but if that happens, great. I don't know what, in your guys' case.
3: Um, We, we seek out or... We are sought out, depending on the situation. People that have experienced some pretty traumatic things, um, and we try to gear it towards that. Um, But at the same time, not everybody that's come out. So let's just say we have a firefighter that's been through a traumatic incident and they're struggling dealing with it they get to select somebody to come with them that may or may not have experienced the same thing right? and go as kind of a support. Because since we're bringing them out to the West coast and I don't get to know these people as well as I'd like before we go out there, last thing I'm going to do is bring them out there out of their comfort zone, out of their support network and not recognize if they're sliding into crisis or they're acting different. Okay. So having that support system with them. So, um, you know, we've done things like we had a Sacramento County deputy that was shot and a CHP, uh, highway patrol, or I guess they call him officer, CHP officer, actually saved his life. That's right. You after he shot, and then we reunited him at the beach house, and then we brought a couple of firefighters that had done some really cool stuff um, previously, and and all made it a mission. So, um, we've got enough exposure now to where I have a whole list of people that are asking to go. So, us trying to find a mission is, is not difficult. It's more or less trying to get the people that we want to get out there. So good. Unfortunately, there's no shortage of people that could use some decompression, but um, that we're not looking to bring somebody that's in crisis or that needs treatment. We are certainly are not taking the place of uh, intense therapeutic treatment, whether they need substance counseling or uh, otherwise that's not us. Um, We're looking to take somebody that's relatively stable, um, you know, out and then, if they need service before that, we can take them down the road. Okay. For sure. But what you're saying makes sense too, as far as getting to them before
2: that point. Right. The, the awareness level of it is yeah. what I'm trying to do, and, and let's go out and play golf and be. And hopefully they can have a memory that they they look back on. I think you look back fondly on the surfing, and if you're going through maybe a, a struggle one day, you can maybe decompress, deep breath, and remember what we're trying to do, and and you know things will be okay. It just takes time. Uh, that's the hardest part when you are younger, trying to explain to them that <laughs> you know, it, it, yeah, as much as it's it hurts, not, not the end of the world, right? Yeah, so yeah, I guarantee you. Right
3: now, there is a lot of people either listening to this or or otherwise, or maybe they'll hear it later. They'll resonate that they're sitting on their couch, drinking a glass of bourbon and shoving it down, and trying to block out whatever else is going around them, and right. just trying to maintain. Yeah, and that's when you need to go find help. When that bucket's full, when you feel that feeling, and all you're doing is trying to suppress and maintain. Yeah. Um,
0: well, the goal would be to get them to go get help before that point. Yeah, I mean, because if you can take a little bit out of that bucket, and yeah. then maybe you can get rid of the bucket and just use a glass. Yeah, and <laughs> right. you know, you you got to keep emptying it out. Yeah, you know, if you keep holding on to stuff and carrying it around with you eventually it's going to get to be too much. So, and that's why I think programs like you guys is so important.
2: For me, I don't know how it applies to you guys with your stress levels, but my, my jaw, I can feel it getting tight. That's a self-awareness thing that I've learned for myself. And when that's happening, you know, what's funny about that is I remember when I was going through all my stress before I figured it out in 2017, it led me down this journey was driving to the golf course, stress, get to the golf course, boom, it's all gone. Wife comes home from teaching. She's bringing her stress home and we're back, back into the stress. So again, I try to tell my story on social media. It might resonate with somebody. Somebody's going to see it and they're going to contact, say, Hey, thanks for doing that. Or, uh, thanks for sharing your story. Or, Hey, can I come play golf? Hey, either way, that's what it, this foundation is about that started from the firefighter golf YouTube and Instagram that led to the foundation. So they can go back and watch that episode, right? And they can learn all about it. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, <laughs> I, I might do it. You, hey, that's for <laughs> you whole, on that one, Chris. I don't think so. No, no, I, no I think no, i was still it. off of my with my hips.
0: Yep, that was hips. are he missed a lot of episodes because of those hips.
3: They don't lie. No.
2: <laughs> Any I was, other? I'll, I was off for fourteen months off work. That's <laughs> not my fault. Any other things coming forward with, with your mission? I know we're doing our collaboration in yeah. April. Once we get that ironed out, we um, have a couple of other things the works just has to say right now
3: because I don't want to whisper okay. and blow it away. But yeah, yeah we're looking to I know maybe expand goes. to the East Coast a little bit. So yeah, yeah. Ooh.
2: how are the waves there? Good, yeah, Sharky. That's what I was going <laughs> to <Yeah>. say. <laughs> Not as good as California, even all the way up to. But- uh, top looking, of the coast, we're looking on the southern okay. part of Florida. Well, that's sharky yeah. then. It gets warmer, yeah. or, or does it make a difference for uh, sharks? I don't know. I don't know. I'm ignorant they're, about that. Yeah. I think
0: they're
3: pretty much everywhere. Yeah, not watch, not in Huntington Beach. I don't know if you do that
0: or not. They're they're really mm-hmm. really mm-hmm.
2: in April. Are they going to be? <laughs> no,
0: isn't that a like a great white pupping ground?
2: Uh, I'm gonna have to Google. They're this. little babies though, six feet long babies. Yeah rattlesnake babies bite
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyway i didn't see any sharks while we were out there okay I wasn't looking either i
2: potentially or purposely did not look yeah they weren't out there steve what do you got going on with your what's upcoming um our collaboration in april hopefully we can get that ironed out Uh, i'm sorry to take over your hosting duties
0: no you're fine
2: I'm just along like we're, for the we're, at, ride. we're at the kitchen table, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where all the problems for the fire department, the world, get solved. Is that a fire department? Oh, I know. Table. I
3: believe me. I made friends with the firefighters of my previous department, and they <laughs> fed me a lot, and I was nice to them. Comfy chairs, good food, chipping my five bucks,
2: get to eat all I want. Yeah, yep. A Bucketful, thimbleful. You guys say that? Mm. No, no. You don't. That must be a KCK line or something. Put your five bucks in, you get a bucketful or a thimbleful. So anyway, uh, September coming up, a firefighter memorial out in Colorado Springs, the union's memorial. I'm going out there to network, set up the booth, try to meet and greet as many firefighters out there as I can. Um, And then we have a concert coming up September 29th that a a gentleman reached out to me because he saw what I was doing through social media. Uh, Ironically, he graduated with my niece, Hillary. In 2008, he's in the army up there in Topeka. He likes hosting these concerts, and all of it's going to benefit the foundation. So, uh, cool. I can get you guys tickets. Yeah, sept- I think you already invited me. I I'm already invited you, but yeah. September 29th, I- I'll be in California. You'll be in California surfing. Yeah. Uh, no, we're gonna,
0: <laughs> we're gonna gonna go run the Rubicon Trail. So nice. Yeah. So good for you. Bring some extra shocks. Uh, well, that's probably going to be the plan. We'll have lots of spare parts. <laughs> Extra shocks, axles, U-joints, you know, Even maybe a, whole, a, a second Jeep? drive shaft or two. We might bring... be able to build a second Jeep out of... Can
3: I bring my Subaru?
0: Sure. I would <laughs> love to see that. Hey, man, they're made for those. In fact, That's I will what pay... Subarus are made for. I will pay for yeah. all of your gas on the way out there. Really? And the way back if you take that Subaru
2: on Did... the Rubicon Trail. <laughs> it might not make it off of it, but... <laughs> it'll it'll come off (laughs) it'll be in somebody's way but i don't know how many pieces it'll be in but it will come off the trail this
3: episode is brought to you by Subaru
2: (laughs) and rubicon (laughs) um october i'm going out to vegas to play in this u.s and canadian professional firefighters tournament they've been doing it for 59 years this will be the 59th one usually on the east coast uh the syracuse firefighter that's hosting it this year he decided to take it to vegas again try to get more west coast type uh firefighters to get there sorry pd's not involved with these two but i'm civilian i don't care okay um (laughs) anyway uh you can be retired or current professional firefighter for some reason i don't think they let volunteers i don't know why east coast has the most volunteers
0: yeah isn't something like 80 percent of the firefighters on the East Coast Volunteer.
2: Yeah. So that's going to be a good way to network. Uh, you can play in, like, individual, by yourself, two-man scramble or four-man scramble. Man, so, let's
3: play. I'll, I'll, like, have a bunch of grammatical errors on my application. They'll think, oh, hey, this guy's a <laughs> firefighter. Well, that's, <laughs> the, that's the thing is how will they
2: know? But um, anyway. Cover your T-shirt. G- you could just use my Cover your shorts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I got we'll more give than you a one. T-shirt. Don't worry. That's, I
0: would like to see you wear Chris's shorts. That would be I'll hilarious.
2: Well, we'd be hell on a two-man scramble. We would. Yeah. And, but then they play two-man best ball for two of the days. There's three days in this tournament. But there's 350 firefighters. There might be more this year that come since West Coast guys are coming. But the plan is next September they might be going to Canada, taking it back there, because that's who started it was a Canadian firefighter up in Montreal, I believe. But uh, they have a website all on the Internet, U.S. Professional Firefighters Tournament or something. It's, it's a long thing. But uh, November – Going to Phoenix with a KCK firefighter who, early on when I started doing this, his wife reached out to me and he reached out to me too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the spouses live it too, the family live it too. And anyway, the next18.org is an organization out of Wisconsin that does something similar with golf and they do uh, camps. So, three and four day camps where they have yoga, mindful reset, they have therapists there, and then they also use golf where they have pros helping people to get better and you go out and play. So you you get paired with people. You're, I think there's 12 people going on this trip that they've gathered up and all we have to pay for is our flights. So I'm looking forward to that, to getting him away to experience something that he probably has never experienced like that, especially playing golf in Phoenix. But that's what we kind of do in February every year. And that's coming up. Rob's going to go on that, on that trip in February. And luckily we've had, Several courses donate tee times because in February, that's expensive in, to play golf in Not Phoenix. in Kansas City, yeah. Yeah, and not in Kansas City. <laughs> you can <no>. sneak on. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm looking forward to hosting that. I think we're going to have a New Jersey firefighter coming either to the Phoenix or we're going to wait to have him come and play in the September thing because it's going back to the East Coast. So I wish he could play in the in that professional firefighter tournament but
3: can you apply
2: i mean kck's i'll do it left-handed man we'll get there (laughs) (laughs) no but that's kind of what we got going moving forward and then the tournament every august um is the big fundraiser who knows where this could grow i mean hopefully you know when it all started it was by the help of a golf pro from the pga of america so hopefully they would want to get on board eventually but Uh, I've had some contact with Folds of Honor because they're now getting involved with first responders. It's mainly just military at first where they're given scholarships, but now they're doing it for first responders and uh, those families left behind. So hopefully that can come to fruition, hosting some tournaments with them to help each other. So anyway, that's about where it's going for now. But it's always about trying to get someone out to play golf, whether it's individually like we did the other day with, with Chris or... The events that we have over the winter at the simulator events, or the miniature golf coming up uh, at the end of this fall, so.
3: or you can sneak on the national with me in February. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how you get? How you doing that? You're just gonna walk? You can't February, man. Oh, yeah. You remember here? Yep. <laughs> just drive Jeremy's Jeep. <laughs> just tell him <laughs> well, if it runs,
3: because my Subaru would.
0: <laughs> it runs. It's always ran. It just you know, it might be a rough ride. <laughs> You know, more body damage. Who knows? Nah. Yeah, Just from one of your Aaron's shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am not good at golf. Not even going to pretend. You hit the golf cart Jeep. <laughs> yeah. It'll buff out. It'll buff out. Well, Rob, Steve, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Um, looking forward to what you guys have coming up. Um, for sure, uh, the collaboration sounds pretty exciting. Yeah. So I'm excited
2: about that. the Chris, that thanks for, for, for having us. Hey,
0: whatever I can do to help. Thanks, I'm here for you guys. (laughs) I love you, Jeremy.
1: I I can tell. Hashtag Chris's podcast.
0: (laughs) Hashtag Fire Jeremy. There we go. We'll get some votes for that. Beetlejuice is running the show now. (laughs) (laughs) I will be the disembodied voice from now on. I'm I'm totally voting to Fire Jeremy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't, Don't you have someone else besides Chris, too, that
0: usually... Oops. Uh, he's on sabbatical. Okay. So, but he may be coming back. He may not, we don't know.
2: So we'll see. I thought that's what you told me when we, yeah. My first time here. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He's one more time and it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, is this number four for me or five? Um, Cause I need a jacket like they do on Saturday Night live where they got the crest that says four or five. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what, I'll go back and count
0: okay. and see how many times you've been on. And if it's five. Then,
3: if it's got one like that, means I've watched it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I, I I I liked them too. Oh, thanks, but too. So so you got the one in California.
0: Yeah, there was one in California. One a couple of weeks ago, and then
2: I think, it's, uh, I think this is I
0: think this is number four. Okay. Yeah, because one with Dana, and then yeah this well, one i feel special i
3: grew closer yeah. to each one I, we tried to <laughs> well, do we he,
0: tried to do the live He did one
1: at my house too early on that was with dana not that he came by himself on one
0: i don't think so i think it was with dana because she came whenever he did his first one with Is that us. what it was yeah okay
1: so to remember
3: can we edit this out
0: uh we could
1: <laughs> You know how much work it is. For, I'm, I got this. You know how much work it is for Jeremy to edit something. It's like no. 45 minutes just to figure out how to find the edit button.
3: <laughs> hey, at least we're not trying to do live streams anymore. Uh,
1: yeah, that's
0: <laughs> never gonna happen again ever. Ugh. That was a nightmare. I get we could probably do it through YouTube a little bit easier, but they don't like us. But they don't like us. Um, Why not? So, well, they took one of our episodes
3: down. Yeah. I want to say something but I don't want to get this episode taken down so I'm not going to say it.
2: I mean, well now you can cuss. Well, it's on the, YouTube. Well, well it's it not about bat.
0: not
3: about that. We got pulled yeah, we down can, we for, from day one
0: for uh medical misinformation, oh. violation of community guidelines, even though we were didn't say anything wrong. We were just talking about
3: how birds aren't real. Yeah,
0: and this is all a simulation. <laughs> yeah. Um there's only like 200,000 so, people was it, in the world. Everybody was, else is an NPC. Was it centered around? <laughs> uh, no, it was not centered around COVID. Okay. No. Because I've
2: seen that on Instagram and it stuff was, like that.
0: It was centered around a, a certain presidential candidate who did an appearance on the Joe Rogan podcast and was talking about certain things. Okay. And then. Makes sense then. Yeah. The, the podcast was up on YouTube for exactly one minute before it was taken down. Wow. Somehow they reviewed an hour and a half podcast yeah, in AI'd. one minute.
3: Yeah, you got AI. Yeah,
2: yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, yeah. So right. was what it was is what it is. It's still available on Spotify and Apple Podcast and Audible and all the other places. Okay. So yeah. I mean, it doesn't really, downloaded them
3: all. <laughs> yeah,
0: doesn't doesn't affect us. So yeah. we try to push everybody towards Spotify anyway. So because YouTube's
3: sucks, amazing.
0: Yeah, it's super awesome. I love how they keep moving the goalposts for everything. (laughs) So, it's, yeah. Anyway, um, closing thoughts, Chris? You got any? Actually, no. (laughs) This time I really don't. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep doing what you guys are doing. That's that's what I'm going to roll with. Well, Rob, Steve, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Um,
3: Where can they find you? Uh, Go to our website, uh, the swell, S W E L dot
2: org, or at the swell mission on Facebook or Instagram. Okay. Uh, First responder golf dot org is the foundation's website with Instagram and uh, the firefighter golf, which started it all, the brand that started it all, is Instagram, Facebook, but it's the YouTube channel. Just trying to use all social media that I can to keep the awareness level out there. So.
3: And then Stinky Feets on Instru- uh, All uh, My Fans.
2: That's, well, Foot Finder and <laughs> anyway, that's a whole different show.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, uh, remember if you are struggling, there are resources out there. If you know somebody that's struggling, reach out. Let them know you care. Let them know that there are resources for them. And uh, thanks for stopping by, and we'll see you next time.